All right, back here at J. Tom Lawlett Arena with a score at the end of two periods. Exhibition action tonight in North Andover. It is Merrimack 4, New Brunswick 3. The Merrimack Warriors had a 4-0 lead after one. New Brunswick comes back with three goals in the second period to cut it to 4-3. We have a whole new game again. Mike Macknick with John Leahy right here on WMCK. And joining us here in this second intermission, it's Mike McMahon from the MacReport.com. And, well, Mike, uh, first period, into the first period, Merrimack fans might have thought, boy, this one's going to be easy with a 4-0 lead. It turned out to be anything but in the second. Yeah, and in fairness, I mean, they were on the penalty kill for what felt like that entire second period. Uh, I think both, two out of those three goals were power play goals. Uh, the, the shot advantage, too, I think it was a 21-9 Merrimack at the end of one. Uh, I think it's 29-26 or something like that. New Brunswick here at the end of two, but again, on the, power, on the penalty kill for most of that period. I think you know, it's good to get some work in the penalty kill. I think you don't want to see that much of it, uh, but at the same time, I mean, that, the story of this game so far has been the number of penalties that we've seen through 40 minutes. Uh, I, I, if I remember right, Mark Denny said to me earlier in the week, was looking forward to getting a chance to work on the special teams this weekend, possibly, uh, knock on wood. You know, he wasn't actually asking for it, but he did. You know, coaches want that opportunity. They're not unhappy if they get the opportunity because they haven't really had that much time to do it. Uh, certainly haven't been able to, to do it to work with their team. And, and so I guess in that regard, it's been a, a success that they got to look at the power play, got a look at almost every different. I think the only thing we haven't had tonight is three on three. So, but they've had to look at every other situation in extended time and a chance to uh, to test out different combinations there. Um, but again, I feel like, you know, first period, one of the things I do think you want to see if you're Mark Denny is, you know, your team's got a lead, a, 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 a four-goal lead at the end of one. However it happens, uh, giving up that lead by the end of the second period is not something that you want to see. No, but at the same time in an exhibition game, I almost wonder, is this a good thing? You know, are you able to say to your guys in the locker room now, hey, you know, we got to go out, we got to go hold on to a one-goal lead and heading into the third period. It's a little different than going, hey, we got to hold on to a four-goal lead heading into the third. So the situation is probably not the worst situation to be in in an exhibition. That's another situation you get to to test your guys in, sort of like special teams. Uh, and then, you know, just with the way this game was taking shape, I think you just hope that everybody stays healthy and stays eligible. You know, I, I made I made a joke on Twitter before I came over here, but I said, this is the type of games that you win if you come out of it with no injuries and no suspensions, because that's sort of what this has deteriorated into. I, I think there's, in part, because the league that New Brunswick comes from, so as far as I know, I believe you're allowed to fight in that league. Uh, if not, most of these guys came from, came from Major Junior where you could. So, I mean, it's just it, the game is a little different up there because they're allowed, the, the rules are a little different. And uh, a lot of these exhibitions tend to be a little rough, a little chippy like this. This one probably a little more than usual. And uh, I, I think you, you go out here in the third, try to hold on to a one-goal lead, and, and hopefully you, you come out of it with, without too many injuries and, and with everybody not, susp not suspended. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got the feel, we were talking about it off the air, just I feel like some of the penalties called against New Brunswick in the first period, kind of a ticky-tack variety, things that, you know, I suppose maybe the NCAA guys by this point, they know certain things that you can't do because they are going to get called. The, the Canadian guys don't know that yet, right? Or the New Brunswick players don't know that yet. So, you know, you got a situation where a guy's coming around the net with the puck and, you know, and you just give him a rap on the wrist there, whatever. That's going to be let go probably up there and, and in a lot of other leagues as well. But it gets called here. And so I think, you know, you saw some frustration there, uh, you know, from New Brunswick throughout the game that kind of manifested itself in some misconducts here and there and so on. It certainly didn't didn't help the situation, but uh, I think contributed to what we had where, uh, you know, realistically, it pro and a one-goal game right now 
is probably where we should be. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, it's it's a little hard to judge. I mean, with with so much much of the game on special teams, it's really hard to to sort of even get a read on on what they would look like in even strength. Because I think each team has had seven power plays. One of those was a major on each end. So you know, you just do the math. You got twelve. 24, another 10, yeah, 34 minutes. I mean, it hasn't been exactly this way, but 34 minutes roughly in power play time, discounting when, of course, goals were scored in the first 40 minutes of your game. I mean, the game almost hasn't been an even strength at all. A little hard, though, I think, to get a read on, on what this team would look like in even strength and probably some of the things that they'd like to do in even strength when it comes to breakouts and zone entries and things like that. Hard to work on in a situation like this. Okay. All right, well, uh, before we look ahead next week, Sacred Heart will come in. Uh, first time, maybe the first time that they've come to Merrimack? Not certain off the top of my head, but I don't recall that happening, so we'll have to look that up at some point. But at any rate, I'm sure we haven't seen them in a long time, if that has been the case. But uh, who's jumped out at you so far here? Uh, we've had a chance to look at two of the three goalies. I'm sure we'll see Colin Dealey in the third. But, uh, what, you know, what has jumped out at you so far in this game? They look faster. You know, I know Mark Denny has said they want to play faster. They look faster. Uh, Chris LeBlanc, I thought, had a, had a great first period, for sure. LeBlanc had an incredible first period. Uh, made a yeah. play in front. I thought Alfred Larson looked good on, on the Tyler Drevich goal. I mean, that, that, that Drevich goal, I mean, it's just exactly what you want to see. A guy going to the net, you get a puck in front. That's how most goals are scored, you know, nowadays. So that, that was a nice play. I'll tell you what else happened on that play. Hampus Gustafson, a big hit in front of the opponent's bench, hit yeah. his man hard, and then got right into the play. I mean, Hampus Gustafson, I, I felt, you know, he's got to play big, right? He's got to use, he has the size, he's got to use it. If he's able to do that, you know, that can be a difference maker. Yeah, I think LeBlanc's in the same situation. I think both those guys are very similar. Uh, you know, and I think, I, I've been sort of waiting, you know, I think LeBlanc over the last couple of years has been a guy, especially last year, where I was like, you know what, he could have a big breakout year. I thought as a sophomore, too, because he played so well right before he got hurt at the end of his freshman year. Uh, but, you know, he's got one year left, he's a senior, and if, if he has a big year, you know, that could go a long way in replacing. I mean, sometimes you see it with seniors, right? Justin Husser and Ben Ball last year, it just clicked as, yeah. as seniors. Uh, I wonder if we're going to see similar things out of the blank because he's looked good tonight. All right, Sacred Heart comes in next week from Atlantic Hockey, but, you know, an up-and-coming program, I think, perhaps in that league, especially with them moving their home games to Webster Bank Arena, a nice facility in downtown Bridgeport, so we'll get a chance to see them next week. Thoughts on them? Uh, I, I don't know much about them. I haven't seen them play in a couple of years, but uh, I was talking to one of their coaches a couple of weeks ago, and they are really excited about the team that they have. Uh, they think, they really believe that they can compete uh, for a spot near the top of that league this year. So uh, I think you're gonna you're gonna see them come in here with some some expectations put on themselves by themselves, uh, but a team that I think is pretty confident heading into the year. All right, thanks, Mike. You ready for the Tribune tonight? Uh, I believe so. I haven't got an official answer yet, but I believe so. All right, folks, check out his work in the Eagle Tribune in the newspaper, also online, eagletribune.com, but at themacreport.com in particular, and uh, College Hockey News as well. Mike, thanks. We'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, Mike. All right, that's Mike McMahon. He's been our guest here on WMCK Intermission here, second intermission with Merrimack leading New Brunswick 4-3. to We're back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.